0: Um, that's my favorite thing this is to bad. do. That's
1: yeah, performing. <laughs> I can man. Man, it looks pretty sick. Not gonna lie. I
0: Have too much energy, man. I have to use it on stage. Trust mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm not, I'm not nervous. It's not really. Sometimes, like they're telling me, I gotta like not really Henny, but they'll tell me like, you know, you gotta rehearse, go do rehearsal, and. Bro, I live for this shit. Like, I don't just. Right. I All I need to know is what songs are playing, what order, and let's go. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't need to prepare what move if I go left, if I go right, it's how I feel and in the moment. You right. Know what I'm I, okay. And that's me. I just move off of my energy. Wow. Yeah, no,
2: he really like controls the crowd. He delivers such energy that like even if the crowd doesn't know him at first, by the end of the show, everybody's like,
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, Brady Carducci, and today on the show I have a very special guest. He's now becoming rapper and uh, artist from Toronto. Welcome to the show, Supreme Swiss. How's it going, I man? I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Love, bro.
2: Not
1: too <laughs> sad. And behind him, we got uh, another artist from Toronto as well. Henny Hendrix. want to say what's up? Hey, what's there up? we go. There we go. <laughs> man, so <laughs> um i'm really excited to uh, sit down with you today man really appreciate you you know taking the time out of your schedule to you know sit down talk with me so hopefully today will be a good conversation chop it about some music kind of share your story learn more about you and uh, get in some good topics so i'm excited but before we get into everything i wanted to ask um you know how you've been dealing with covid kind of what have you been up to to kind of keep yourself uh, sane through these uh, unprecedented times i'd say
0: developing new skills you see what i'm saying cuz earlier i was telling you you mm-hmm. know like I was all bored and shit you know it was stressful thinking that you know they they got control over us we're locked down we can't go nowhere mm-hmm. you know but when you focus on developing yourself it's a lot easier because you find new things to do you get better at other things that you didn't even know you're good at you know
1: exactly so yeah yeah what route uh, what are what are some some like new uh skills or like talents you like picked up
0: uh, editing my my music covers video editing stuff like that like about making beats you know like okay nice yeah i was, nice, got a nice. laptop and i'll just produce it i don't even know what i i didn't even know i was good at you know <laughs> hey it's know uh,
1: it's not it's i guess it's not all negative stuff coming out of this pandemic then there's some uh there's some positive for sure what it, um what uh you said you're producing or using like Flutie loops uh logic what are you what yeah are you yeah using? yeah
0: it, he, okay. he, he gave me a pack and I just started messing around with it. <laughs> <okay. laughs> you know, he's a producer though. He's the one that, you know, producer artist. He's the one. Okay, that, nice. Yeah.
1: Dope. That's dope. How long, uh, Henny, how long have you been producing for?
0: I've been producing for
2: close to 12 years now.
1: Okay. Wow. So a long time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Before that I was playing in bands and, um, DJing, producing electronic music. Okay. And then for the past like eight years, I've been just producing hip hop, pop, R&B okay
1: you angry, really. nice okay good stuff um so yeah i wanted to get into it so i wanted to start <laughs> i wanted to start a little bit and talk about uh, a little bit of your background swiss so you know as a kid obviously you're from rexdale you're growing up um you know um were you someone who was you know really always into music was it something you naturally gravitated to like how did your your passion for music i guess just come about
0: music was always my thing like but it wasn't hip-hop at first Like, I, my, my family I, I come from a jamaican background right okay. so my family would always play dancehall reggae all day long right and i love music i have videos of me on vhs like sitting okay. on a couch at like four years old singing with my eyes closed like this like you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i knew i loved music mm-hmm. but I, I i started creating it when i was 13 because and just what I saw around me. I I I was influenced by rappers making music. I had people rapping around me. I'm like if if they're doing it, why can't I do it? And
1: exactly, yeah.
0: I started doing it at the age of thirteen and realized, damn, I'm pretty good at this.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because it's like even me. It's like a lot of people they just, they enjoy listening to music, but then it's like it's a total other thing to then hop on a mic or like write write down your thoughts or lyrics and stuff yeah. to actually like create it. It's it's a lot harder than uh, than a lot of people think. Um, yeah. So like when you were like when you were just starting out like you know you said you started when you were 13 um you know how was that process like like developing your skills like you know did you did you were like nights were like man like this is tough like i don't know how i'm going to do this or were you like kind of like just t- took to it like right away
0: it, i I'll, i'm so interested in music like yeah, i never got tired of it like you know like i'd be writing yeah. like I, ha- I would have friends that wanted to make music and yeah. like We'd form a group, like you know, we'd do it, and like, like at 15 years old, I'd we have like phone calls, like group phone calls, or like you spit your best verse, like you know. Oh, sure. Over the phone. Some,
2: yeah. some
0: of us, some of us were able to, and some of us were just like, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it, you know. But I, I was always feeling it. I was never in the mood to not do music. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was something I did like religiously. I, uh, my eyes closed, ears shut, I just do music.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm hey, saying? And that's like a big thing too because it's like you just said right there like no matter what eyes closed whatever's going on in your life you'd always gravitate and you would do music and i feel like that's such a that's such a big thing because it's like even for me i found it so tough to like find my passion i'm like man like what is it that i want to do and wake up every day and do and it's for some people it takes so long and for others it's like you found that at such a a young age so it's like i feel like it's such a special thing you know yeah Um, so definitely um now you're saying before that you were, uh, you know, you're working together with your friends, like, uh, to help develop your skills. Would you go to like online resources, like YouTube like, how would, how would you like teach yourself to maybe like record or engineer a beat or do all that kind of stuff?
0: Um, to be real, I was at that age at like 15, 16, I was just going by what I thought, like, you know, I never really did tutorials. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I would listen to like one of my favorite rappers. I'd listen to like, Say like he did adlibs in the background, like uh huh yeah, you know. Yeah, I just imitate yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, oh that's okay. Okay. in the song, right? Then I like if I if I was to like mix my background vocal way too high, I would just listen to my favorite song and be like, well, the ad adlib isn't that high. You know what I'm right. saying? And that's, okay. I like learned like that by just listening and imitating.
1: Okay. You know? Awesome. Um, so it's was pretty much like just a gradual learning experience. As you go, you experiment with different things, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, now I'm going yeah, to and know, I can understand how
0: this is supposed to sound and so on
1: and so forth okay nice nice um you know so that time you're very young what was like your your mindset like like were you going into every session being like you know what I'm giving it my 110 percent because I, I, I want an end goal of getting here I want to be the biggest artist in Toronto in the world like what kind of mindset did you bring to studio
0: sessions uh, in the sessions I was thinking like I was the best rapper alive. Like, you know, like, well, obviously I wasn't because at the time when I listened back to those records, I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> 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 right. I was yeah, yeah. But I had that confidence all the time. It's like, yo, I'm going to destroy the mic when I get in there, you know? And mm-hmm. people that were around me, they always motivated me. They boosted me. They're like, yo, man, you're going to make it, bro. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I took that and I ran with it. I'm like, damn, I'm going to make it. They told me I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. You know? that's
1: awesome do you uh do you ever like uh i mean i'm sure you probably have some of your old your old songs like saved on a hard drive somewhere do you ever go back and like listen to them and be like damn like i've come a long way
0: bro you know what's so funny yeah on my right here
1: okay
0: i was talking about myspace and i'm like yo i don't think myspace still exists so i looked at i looked up myspace mm-hmm. and it was like a whole different um template and I looked up my old songs, and they're still there. I was sick, I was 14 years old, 14, Jeez. 15 years old. I recorded those songs, but I, I can't play it. But man, I, if I can get a hold of that, I would love to. Like, yeah. I'd love to reminisce on those old records. That'd but be I got, crazy. I, I really don't like how I used to rap, though, man. Like the no, way. did you rap,
1: uh, like have a different style? Like, was it completely different to how it you was rap like,
0: now? It was like very. I was. I was. It was futuristic. Like it was like, I wanted to be so different so bad. Like okay. I'll just be I'll just do some weird, strange shit. Like, you know, like right, I would right. my words different. I would stretch it like long. I would I would put the the bridge like in the middle, <laughs> you know, oh, like okay. I'll just do whatever people aren't doing. You know what I'm saying?
1: To kind of make yourself it, different, I guess, right? To yeah, so you distinguish back, yourself.
0: Now listen back kind of sounds like a mess, right? <laughs> like yeah. there's <it> <laughs> like, no real structure, okay. right? Like now like I don't really follow, and I don't like to really follow um like like formulas, you get what I'm saying? Like mm. you now people would have like verse, hook, verse, bridge, or yeah, hook, you know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I wanna do like verse, bridge, hook, you, you know, because okay. I don't I just feel like people won't know until you do it. You mm. know, they won't know if it works until you do it.
1: Exactly. Right? Or they won't uh they wouldn't even think of like, oh man, that actually sounds good. It's not like the way you're supposed to do it, yeah. but it's like almost like creating a new style and that's gonna like hit a wave and it's gonna like take off. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. Man, so that's like, cause when I listen to your song, so one of my favorite songs of yours is uh, Open, Up, Open Up Shop, your, uh, your single you put out. I, I like the video for that too. So whoever did the video, you guys did a, a very good job on that video yes Yeah, Zino
0: Z, Zina Z was the creative director and Charlton Visual shot it. Oh, awesome. Okay. So shout
1: out, shout out to, uh, to them. They definitely did props on Uh, them for that. Um, but that's like, that's one thing right there that I would say about your music is like when I first listened to it, it hit me right away. It's like, okay, it's different. You add a different sauce to it. It's not the same. So that's what I was going to ask. I was like, like, do you like do that intentionally? So you're not classified as the, Oh, like Toronto water. So, Oh, I can hear the Toronto influence or it's so dark. It's so melodic. He's gotta be, he's gotta be from Toronto. Like, do you, do you make that a point in your music to be, totally different like you were saying
0: um to answer that question i don't even think about that when i'm doing it. to be real oh, okay. like, sometimes like i make sure i say ho- my my er re- very hard like mm. when i was younger i used to want to fuck my babysitter like you know like of, <laughs> when i was younger like <laughs> you get what i'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. I i want i want you to hear the difference between me and other artists i want like you know i don't want to sound like everybody else and I feel like us as Canadians, this is how we talk. Mm. You know what I'm of like, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, you don't say when I was younger. was <laughs> you know a lot of
1: twang at the end, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you know, we just I just try to keep it very authentic, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, what is because you know what I would say at least you know the last couple of years, you yourself have, have really been an artist that has you know you stand you stand out in the city. You know, people people know who you are um what is it about maybe yourself or the music you put out that you think you know just connects with people so much like what 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 is it about you and your music
0: i kind of think it's like the charisma i have like my charisma like okay
1: you know
0: i i I have this energy i feel because that's what people tell me i have this energy about myself that people gravitate to right Mm -hmm. and i don't know i spread a lot of positivity a lot of love so like you know you meet me you don't like me it's something wrong with you not me
1: Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a tweet right there, I tell you. <laughs> um awesome. So it's actually perfect that you that both you guys are in the same room because you guys just released a single together. I think it was on your birthday, right, Swiss?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. The fourth
1: awesome. of July. So, okay, uh, fourth of July. So happy belated birthday to you. Oh, um nice. uh, but uh so I wanna talk about the single for a sec. So first of all, how do you guys kind of know each other? How did you guys initially get linked up?
0: I, I met Henny in a studio. Um my, my cousin, my cousin had a session. My cousin CJ Crew Love. So he's um okay. he's bang.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: he had a session with Henny and I went with my cousin and I met him there. and me and Henny have been working ever since.
1: Nice, like, okay. So it was like uh in studio kind of like uh, instant connection between you guys. Yeah, guys.
0: he like he was dope with the production, you know, he said I was dope with the rap, so we linked up and we just started making music ever since. We never missed. Well, I would say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, of course, facts. Um, so how did, uh, like, when you guys were uh, in the studio, was this, like, how did this song come about? Were you guys just like, did someone send you a beat, did someone pull up a beat, and you guys kind of just both uh, wrote to it, or how did it kind of formulate?
0: Um, we were working on a project called We're well, not we're, we are working on a project whoa, called Marshall. We finished the project. Time <laughs> out, time out. <laughs> <So> we, <laughs>
2: Twisted, Twisted started, like, at the beginning of quarantine.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: basically you know there's not much to do right mm-hmm. so i just hit swiss with a full pack like i gave you what like 13 15 beats yeah about yeah send him 13 15 beats i told him like you know write the hardest records you can write mm-hmm. and let's just make a full album during quarantine and we did it so twisted was the first song he recorded um okay it was kind of a, more of an introduction to the project um than anything else but everything on that project is
0: amazing music and i'm so excited to put it out for real basically what the song is about to me when i when i wrote it Mm -hmm. it's like yo, don't get it twisted we're coming you you know what i'm saying like right it's a message you know it ain't law like we're coming don't get it twisted you know i need millions
1: (laughs) (laughs) facts is um now that project is that going to be coming out sooner you guys still have to make um make some like tweaks and stuff too before you put it out
0: uh, it should be coming out real soon. We got to sit down and talk about when we want to release it, but it's okay. It's pretty much done, you just got to get the visuals now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're working on visuals at the moment.
1: Visuals, okay. Now, awesome. Now, do you guys like that's a, a really good point, too? Like, so you guys, when it comes to pairing visuals with with a song, because in my opinion, I feel like, you know, the song could be so good, but if the visuals don't match, I feel like it can kind of ruin a song in a way, right? So are you guys super strategic? Do you guys sit down with a creative director and really work through, okay, these are the songs I wanna do a music video for, these are songs I wanna do a lyric video for? Like, what's that process like for you guys?
0: Well, for for the records that I released previous with with visuals, some of them are very well thought of. We have a whole mood board. You know, everything is well written. Mm. And then there's times where I got a videographer that hits me up like, yo, let's shoot. For mm-hmm. instance, Uber black. That was on the okay. fly. The day of, he said, yo, I want to shoot a video. I'm going back to Paris. I need mm-hmm. to shoot a video for you in Toronto. And I went and go get a haircut. I was to go get a haircut, okay. we went downtown and we shot the video, Jeez, you know, okay. so, but I don't, I, I really like to be more prepared, but sometimes you just got to go and see how, if it works out or not, you know?
1: Yeah, because as as good as preparation is, like you don't, like you said it, you don't always have that uh that luxury, right? So mm. um you know, you got to kind of work with both ang- both angles. Uh, speaking of ones that you've done that are more um, you know, thought out, I really liked personally the the dash music video with the Lambo and the car and kind of the graphics. Was that oh, one a little bit
0: you talk. you're talking about safe.
1: Oh, sorry, safe was it? sorry, I got that mixed up. Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah my yeah. bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was saying I really liked I really like that one. Was that more so one of your videos that was more so well thought out and all that
0: kind of stuff? Oh, honestly, I just needed visual, so I went to the stock and got put the audio on the stock. We didn't even shoot that, right? Oh, okay, but, okay. Yeah, it's just it's just so you can have something to watch, so mm-hmm. you're not bored. You know what I'm saying? You listen to the you. you know people are always just releasing audio, audio. You don't want to stare at the cover the whole time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it gets kind of boring. Yeah.
1: Okay. No. Well, I, hey, you guys. Uh, whoever did that, you guys. I liked it. It was it was a good job. So uh, well, pr- no, uh, no, kudos. I, props I, to that. <laughs> um, so, as a creative, well, I guess this kind of goes for all creative genres. It's like you know when you create music or you create a video or you create an app, you're almost like putting out a physical product to the world for, for it to be judged in a way, right? So, you know, as good as something can be, you know, not everyone is going to like what you do. There you know some people who love it and you have some people who hate it. So from on your end as an artist, how do you, you know, how do you deal with that criticism? And, you know, as a, you know, as a musician, someone who's in the public eye, do you think it just, you know, what it just comes with a job description of something you have to just deal with on a day to day?
0: Um, a, cu- a couple of years back, I guess I would say that used to be something I thought of, like, you know, what happens when people start, like, you know, like ripping me apart in the comments and shit, like, right, you know? Right, right. But now I love it, it because, okay. I, because you, if if think about it this way, if everyone's just saying positive shit to you, like say, oh yeah, I love this song. It's the best song I've ever heard. And if you, everyone keeps saying that, mm-hmm. you will realize that these are just your yes men. These are not even just your yes men, but these are just people that will say anything to make you feel good. There's people that are just brutally honest. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but at least I know I'm making it because if, if it's not reaching that many people, I just have a certain demographic of people that just love my shit.
2: Mm-hmm. If it,
0: when it expands and you got people hating on it, you know you're, make, you're going places.
2: And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a
0: challenge too, you know? It kind of like
2: motivates you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of like a more. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Sometimes I go in the comment. I'm like, Yeah, that's what you think. All right, I'm not gonna <laughs> okay. this song. I'm recording this next banger. Right, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I yeah. know that people are listening. I know it's getting. It's 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 good. Cool. I'm having deja vu right now.
1: Yeah, you're picturing all that. Yeah, I love
0: <laughs> this shit, bro. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, yeah. Bro.
1: No, that's good because you know I feel the I feel the same way about that too. It's like you know if you have too much positive, it almost you know, it doesn't have the same effect or it doesn't light that fire underneath you to like want to go even harder the next project. So I think, uh, you know, there needs to be a balance of both. You can't get uh, too hard on yourself about like, oh man, you know what, like, am I really all that? You know, I really make good music. Uh, Because of that, you can't do, you can't even go the complete opposite way as well, because that's self self detrimental at the same time, right? So definitely. Um, Now, um, you know, you brought up a, a good point about uh, yes men. I liked how you said that, because I feel like that also goes for the people you surround yourself with. So, mm-hmm. you know, how do you filter out those people, those yes men people and make sure, hey, you know what, like this guy, he's not really, he's just saying what I want to hear. Like, how, like, is there flags that you use, like, like you filter your friends, like how do you make sure that you're steering clear? from?
0: I- that? I don't have a large group of people I hang out with, like the people you okay. see me with, majority mm. of the time are the people I hang around with, right? And we're okay. all honest with each other, you know? Like I can make something that Henny would love and then my cousin CJ, CJ would be like, yeah, I don't know, you know? And then vice versa, CJ would <laughs> love it. He would be like, I don't know, mm. right? But we're mm-hmm. honest with each other. And then there's other people that come around and it's like, yo, bro, everything you do is amazing, man. Like could <laughs> never do no wrong. And it's like, yeah. you don't even know me, like you know? but. You just got to take it, you just, you know, you just, you just got to take it. Yeah, and the
2: fact it. that we challenge ourselves like that, it makes us grow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put, like always, always consistently pushing the envelope too, you know, that's uh, definitely 100%. Um, speaking of like networks and stuff, from what I've seen from you, like, I, I feel like you're one of the one of the few artists in the city, at least, who really does a good job of like networking. Like as for example I know you uh was it last year like uh, you went to the a3c festival right you got invited as an artist yeah so I've heard from a lot of people that if you're in music you, you know that's an event that's a conference that you got to go to so from your experience like what 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 makes a3 uh, a3c such like a like a not miss event and what's from a network perspective what you know, how was your experience in terms of making connections with artists outside of the uh, Toronto bubble, I guess
0: you would say. Um, it's very, um, in Atlanta, they're very supportive. You know what I'm saying? Like music yeah. and the culture, they support it. Mm-hmm. Right. And everything is fast paced. Everything, like everyone's moving quickly. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to, you don't want to miss a second of it. Right. Okay. The, 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 time, the second you blink, you miss it. Right. I went down there and in the, the very first day I went down there, I linked up with Jermaine Dupri's artist, right? Named Cedar. Mm. Okay. And then the second day, I linked up with Jermaine Dupri. That shit, I could I never did in Toronto. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right, right, I right. I in Toronto all my life. <laughs> and the two days I was in Atlanta, and I'm meeting people that can change my life, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And so it's just, it's just everything moves very fast, and you gotta, you gotta get, get at the opportunity before you miss it. And I love Atlanta. Atlanta a good city, very supportive of, of, of music and your art.
1: Yeah, I've never I've never been to Atlanta. But in terms of like music, that's what I've heard from, you know, a lot of people, even people visiting or people from Toronto or different states. They say in Atlanta, it's more a tight knit. They actually they they support one another and they want to see each other like, you know, be successful which I think in Toronto, that's a little bit of a, of a problem. At least from my view, it's like, I feel like a lot of artists are, you know, either out for themselves or they're very like territorial or it's not like the same amount of love between artists isn't, isn't shown. And I'm, you know, I ask everybody this question, but it's like, no one I feel like really has the answer to like solve that problem.
2: You know, in A3C, there was actually like, it was kind of really nice how all the Toronto artists that were there performing together, Mm-hmm. Everybody showed love to each
0: other. That's, the, that's okay. the crazy part. You see how crazy that is in Toronto? Yeah. That wouldn't happen. But everyone right. was supporting. Everyone from, that was from Toronto was right. were like, "Oh, yeah, Toronto, Toronto, yeah, yeah, right here. yeah." yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Really repping each other, repping each other, repping we're, the city, mm-hmm, like yeah. showing love. You get what I'm saying? And that's yeah. that's how, It's a different yeah, right, energy yeah.
2: out here, but in Atlanta, like it's real like, shit. A3C, Mm. Everybody each other. yeah
1: that's man that's crazy i'm thinking maybe because it's like maybe it's like toronto like they maybe they feel like the minority so it's almost okay like all our toronto canadian guys gotta like st- stick together and kind of show the americans like you know what we got going on up here you know because we got some yeah, talent coming out of toronto right yeah, so
2: good.
1: yeah definitely definitely um i know you mentioned jermaine dupree but i know you know over the years he built a pretty you know big relationship with uh, birdman so how how did you guys initially like link up meet and then what was that experience of you know meeting him and as he passed on any like nuggets of wisdom for you that's kind of helped in your career
0: i met Birdman in 2016 or 17. okay and i met him through jay soul so i don't know if you know who jay soul is yeah yeah. you know yeah artist from toronto that was signed to Birdman. We were um, working at a studio called Urban Arts, mentoring, well, um, Freddie was mentoring him at the time. And we were producers and songwriters at the studio, mentoring him as well. So when he was gonna get signed, Birdman told him to bring us and we went down there and that's how I met Stunner. made some records. He was impressed, you know, I met Birdman's son, you know, and him, he's a a, a cool guy, shows love, you know, Birdman's son shows Mm -hmm. me love. Brian Jr. Shout out Brian Jr. Yeah,
1: Shout out know. Brian Jr. Does uh does yeah. he do music as well?
0: No, nah, he doesn't. He's in more oh, he into doesn't sports. okay. Yeah, he's more into sports. But okay. cool guy, cool guy, and yeah, like Cash Money, it's love, it's family, always, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, that's how I met Stunner. Right? It was in 2016 or 17. Awesome. And it's the you know I wouldn't say he dropped any jewels, really. You know, he just let us know we're talented and said keep working. And he's like, I'm gonna pull all you niggas on, you know. But that was <laughs> 2017. So that's funny that's
1: that's, you know what just as soon as you said that i i pictured uh, in his voice like him saying it too i could (laughs) see him saying that (laughs) that's funny that's funny um now on the on the topic of advice i mean you've obviously been in the industry for a while now you've you've had your run around you know kind of what the industry is about um for someone who is you know, they may be getting into the industry, you know, maybe they're looking to have more eyeballs on their music. They want to get label attention. You know, do you have any advice for those newer artists kind of just making their, getting their foot in the door, anything that you've uh, experienced that they should do to get, you know, I guess just more attention on their craft.
0: Brother, stay consistent and invest into your craft. Mm -hmm. That's the most important. If you're consistent and you invest into your career, Mm -hmm. you will go places. That's
1: That's. it. Okay. I want to, I want to break that down though. When you say, because what I've realized is people's, people's, um, people's definition of consistency varies. What, you know, some some people's definition of consistency is, Oh, doing something for an hour every day. Some people's is like, nah, man, you got to do something for five hours every single day. That's consistency. And your in your viewpoint, what is consistent for you?
0: As an artist, as a producer, whatever it is that you're creating,
1: mm-hmm.
0: be visible at all times. Stay consistent and be okay. visible, right? Because you're just coming out, right? If people, if if someone sees Sup- Supreme Swiss once, they mm-hmm. probably skip it, right? They see it twice somewhere, they probably skip it. But the third time, they're probably like, "Yo, I saw this name before." Yeah, you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Then it's it's, a top of mind. Yeah. yeah,
0: They'll look into it. Right. And Mm -hmm. if you, when I say invest, if you take your money and put it in the right places and you invest into marketing and you have these people sharing your music all at consistent, consistently sharing your music, Mm -hmm. you can't miss. Right. Because the more, the more times your name is seen, the more times people are going to be like, yo, I wonder what this is.
1: Right. Versus, like you put out maybe you put out one record a month. Like you, you, there's no there's no way that you know as many people can get onto that. You're not putting out as many as much material
0: yeah, for them it, to it, like. It, they'll yeah. be bored. Mm-hmm. Right? But like yeah. it, you got to You got feed them. Feed like you know. Cause yo with me, the first song I dropped, I didn't get a huge reaction, but it didn't right. stop me. The second song I dropped, I got a, a bigger reaction than the first one, and it was like a snowball it just kept going. And but it was like People heard my my latest songs, and then they started going back to my my other my other Uh, and finding
1: those out, finding
0: those songs and those songs. You get what I'm saying? But you if if you don't release records, then that won't happen. Mm. You know. So you just gotta stay consistent. You gotta release, release, stay consistent, be visible.
1: Facts. No, no, I agree with that. Hey, now for I, I want to get the producer's perspective on this. When it comes to making beats, is that relatively relatively the same thing? Are you experimental, consistent with that sort of thing? Like just making sure you're making a beat every day kind of thing?
2: Yeah, I mean, me, it's more preparedness, I guess. Um, I'm gonna quote Wheezy, you gotta have okay. the ammo. You know, you gotta be ready to go. no matter what is thrown at you you got to be ready and prepared Mm -hmm. and i think that's the most important thing really. definitely being being ready Mm
1: -hmm. constantly learning like never like never thinking oh you know what like i know everything or oh you know what i know how to create that sound you know
2: it's infinite learning is infinite like Mm -hmm. you'll never learn enough from music
1: Definitely. So, so, well, I guess I can pose this question to both of you guys. Now that you've been in the industry for a while, how, like, um, you know, maybe the methods, the way that you guys learned were different than, you know, when you were 13 and when you guys were just starting out. So now being in the industry for a while, how do you guys, you know, develop new skills or pick up new information? Are you, you know, uh, hitting up your the OG that's been in the game for a while, be like, hey, man, you know what? I'm struggling with this. Like, what's your tips? What's your advice? Like, how are you guys learning these days?
2: I'm a sponge.
1: Sponge. Yeah,
2: yeah. I just watch and learn. My ears. ears. My okay. ears all the learning for just
0: me. like that. Remember I said like when I was thirteen, there was no looking up to tur- tutorials. You just mm-hmm. learn from what you see, learn from what you hear, you know, and just soak it up. Facts.
1: Definitely. Um now going back to the, your point you said earlier about visibility, I feel like uh live performances and shows uh, have a lot to do with that as well. Cause Swiss, I think your your last performance was uh with like Flip and, and Jay Critch at the Phoenix concert hall, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. how do you just as an artist, like uh, you know, obviously, you know, you record music in a studio, but performing it in front of a live live audience is probably, you know what it's 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 probably a pretty cool thing. So how what's your approach to live performances and what's your opinion on, you know, doing virtual concerts <laughs> or all that kind of stuff?
0: Um, that's my favorite thing that's to bad. do. That's yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. man.
1: It looks pretty sick. Not gonna lie.
0: I have too much energy, man. I have to use it on stage. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, not, I'm not nervous. It's not really. Sometimes like they're telling me I gotta like not really, honey, but they'll tell me like you know you gotta rehearse go do rehearsal and, bro, I live for this shit. Like I don't just. Right. Like, I All I need to know is what songs are playing, what order, <laughs> and let's go
1: that's crazy you know what i'm
0: saying because i don't need to prepare what move if i go left if i go right it's how i feel and in the moment so right you know what I'm saying? I, okay and that's me i just move off of my energy wow. yeah no, he really like controls the crowd he delivers
2: such energy that like even if the crowd doesn't know him at first by the end of the show everybody's lit
1: yeah, no, that's good. It's like, uh, the energy you bring is infectious. So it's like, someone who could be like, uh, you know, I don't really know about this guy, maybe first song, fifth fifth song into your set, like, oh, okay, this guy's bringing energy, like, I'm just gonna rock with him instead of just like, standing there being awkward, you know what I mean?
0: What you just said, energy is infectious. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. I feel like there's no way you can have me moving up and down on stage, performing my ass off like this, and you're gonna stand there? You can't you got eventually you're gonna be like like, what the hell like you know you're gonna, you're gonna start moving yeah you That's, know
1: definitely um now in terms of live performances i know i haven't really heard much but like are you uh like is there any talk is there any talks of like uh going back to like you know like actually having people in a venue at a single time? Or do you know if there's anything in regards to performances that may be a little different for you as a performer and how you have to interact with the crowd because of the whole pandemic situation?
0: Like, are you, like, say that again?
1: So, like, obviously, before, because it's like you would have fifteen, hundred people crammed into a venue, you'd be able to like stage dive, do do kind of whatever you okay, want, type yeah. of thing. Now, because of the pandemic, it's like they're. I'm assuming they're going to be putting in like uh, barriers or whatever to, to accommodate for that. Like, does yeah, that yeah. have you heard anything in terms of things that you have to change as a performer okay. to accommodate no, for that? No.
0: Not right now. Nobody's really talking about doing shows. Um, I think okay. everyone's still, still afraid. I think. Yeah. We're clubs yeah clubs might reopen soon so maybe you know people start performing in the clubs again then you know um. would you
1: uh like if someone if, if someone were to call you today and was like hey swiss i want you i want you to come i want you to come perform right now like would you would you be okay with it Oh man, you...
0: i'm not shook
1: okay, okay <laughs> good 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 yeah um have you guys uh, entertained like doing virtual concerts at all or or not really you're just focused on creating music right now we're
0: just focused Focus on, on create, this project yeah, yeah but like Marshall I don't City. know, virtual, I think that shit's so weird. I don't know, it's weird. I think so
1: too, but I mean, <laughs> you see Tori and, and I know like, uh, who else did it, and did it, like A-Boogie did it. It was weird, but like, I don't know, I feel like you kind of got to get, I don't know, like maybe they just wanted to give fans some sort of like-
0: and I, I feel you, I feel you, it, like it, people, like, some people like it, just for me, it just feels it would just feel weird in my opinion. It just feels right. weird watching it, like it's just, yeah. like when they had the award shows and they had them doing it without a crowd,
2: oh like, yeah
0: yeah yeah at the, was it the BT awards yeah yeah, I yeah think so. i'm like there's no crowd like you know like where's the you don't see the people hyping up and shit, like you know that's what that's that's what we live for
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know that you the energy of the crowd definitely but, but i kind of yeah, like, um i like live
2: session videos like i feel like that's a better approach to it than the live instagram version of it you know like, yeah
1: no, I agree. You're talking like the uh, like the Spotify live sessions where they kind of sing in the studio. Yeah, type yeah. Thing, right? like okay Like you
2: can search it on yourself on YouTube, or it could be like a Netflix thing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I like watching those stuff too. It's it's entertaining still. You know?
2: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Um, so getting back to the advice stuff, uh, I know you gave some, some good advice, like consistency and putting out volume and just kind of, you know, uh, the more things you put out, the more, uh, you know, opportunities you have to connect with your audience. Now, what's the best piece of advice
2: that someone's given you? Uh, man, I would I know I'm putting you on the spot right now. No, 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 <laughs> no.
0: It's, it's a good question. It's something I have to think about cause man, Oh no, I'm not. I don't know, man. I would have to pass on that one. I can't. Okay, think
1: of- no problem. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, so obviously the pandemic situation is going on. Now, besides just like uh putting out music, do you have any other goals? Um, you know that you want to look into accomplish for you know the end of 2020 here.
0: Right now we just, I'm just trying to get this, this project out and I want to get this shit on the billboard. I wanna, wanna, okay. want, want you to see me and Henny Hendrix and the crew downtown Toronto when you look up like this.
1: Yeah, up on uh, Young and Dundas,
0: eh? It's gonna happen. <laughs> 100%, 100%.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of the project, like uh, I want to talk a little bit about that because for it's upcoming. So what can, what can fans expect from this music that's gonna be dropping soon? Like what uh, different sounds, you work with different producers, like what can they expect?
0: Oh, this is the no, producer I will let the all, legend. Okay, there good. you go. All on you. There you go. <laughs> nah, you should expect Hanny Hedges and Supreme Swiss. Yeah. Um, don't get it twisted. <laughs> it's actually like,
2: amazing music. Like Some of the best music I've ever made in my life. Um, Swiss kills every single song he does. So. This, this guy. <laughs> you yeah. never, never misses. I'm not going to lie. He never misses. Awesome. And, um, yeah, it's just like all around, just good music. Um, you're gonna have beats to dance to like everything is super energetic and yeah you, i don't know how else to explain it it's just yeah, super awesome. fun. well said just fine. <laughs> no that's well
1: said definitely awesome yeah. okay well you know i can't i can't wait to hear it i'm sure your fans and stuff can't wait to hear it when you guys uh when you guys drop it so i'm, I'm looking forward to it definitely love bro definitely so um say so for you for people who want to follow you guys that want to get uh, kind of listen to more of your music, just keep up to date on what you're doing. Where's the best place for them to check you guys out at?
0: Um, all streaming platforms you find me at Supreme Swiss, Apple Music, title Spotify on Instagram is Supreme underscore Swiss, okay, and Twitter Supreme Swiss 77. Awesome, and for you, any same thing, Henny Hendrix
2: all platforms Spotify, Apple Music, everything. So, and okay, you make sure, sure
1: to uh sorry say that again say that again
2: any uh, h-e-n-n-y <laughs> and hendrix h-e-n-d-r-x
1: okay awesome so, We'll uh we'll make sure to leave all that information uh in the description box for you guys so you guys will be able to uh stream their stuff and, and keep up on their, their socials and stuff like that so oh, that'll bro. be there um so uh, before we before we conclude, I have a wanted to play a little rapid fire question game with you guys. So I'll just rapid fire some questions. You guys give me kind of the first response that comes to you. All right. So, all right. what sport and team are you guys most excited to watch when everything resumes uh, later this month uh, for sports? Toronto Raptors. Same yeah. thing. The city. <laughs> <it going. laughs> good choice. <laughs> good choice.
0: When that comes back, the NFL. To be real, I don't even watch sports like that. But oh no. <laughs> When it comes to Raptors, I'm down.
1: <laughs> 100%, yeah. I am uh, I would say the same thing for me too. Like, got, uh, well, especially the Raptors winning, but I'm always, I'm a big Raptors fan. So that would be my number one team to, to watch and get back into as well. Okay, next one. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? A
2: Persistent.
1: Persistent, okay. Yeah. How about you, honey?
2: Hardworking.
1: Hardworking, good, okay. I like those, I like those. Um, what's your favorite? so um both you guys what's your favorite song um from your catalog that you guys have worked on if you could if you could pick one your favorite
0: one damn i picked two. all right <laughs> i like safe i like hot boy okay i like safe okay But i well, love you... hot boy hot boy and safe i'm sorry yeah you <laughs> so know this
2: guy met um one of his idols at e3c oh He's
0: yeah well, um, Tur- hot boy Turk. well, yeah. Oh, that's how this song was made. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard? Did you hear that song?
2: Uh, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, Turk is um, Cash Money's original. And as a kid, I used to like, bro. I used to be in front of the TV, looking up at the screen, wanting to be these guys, Wayne Turk especially. Right? Mm-hmm. You had Wayne. You had Turk. You had BG. You had Juvenile. Right and yeah I wanted to be Wayne and Turk and I met this guy in Atlanta and yeah man gave me man gave me a verse I gave him a verse and we did that shit
1: Jeez, you know? that's crazy I, you must, man you must have been were you pretty starstruck when you met him like was it like oh my god I, I can't believe I'm meeting him
0: so the story I just made that this quick I was eating some food and I looked up and this guy was just standing there like I'm like you just standing there like it was weird and I'm like what the fuck is that Turk I'm like yeah. Turk and he looked I'm like oh the fuck? <laughs> 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 so like I ran up on him like I was crazy like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ran up on him like yo yo bro you know me like because <laughs> I was with
1: man. man's, like mid bite
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I was, I was with Birdman like the year before two years before so I I ran up on him like yo bro do you know me <laughs> like you know like all weird and shit and he's like uh? I'm like yo man I was with Stunner in, in, in Miami blah 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 I'm like yo bro hold up let me just get this this picture right quick call the photographer. So there took a photo and i said yo we follow each other on instagram because that's what we, we already had each other on instagram that's oh funny. okay okay because you saw one of my songs that birdman's son posted right and yeah we had each other on instagram so then when i got back to toronto i hit him up and he's like yo don't worry i'm gonna send over a verse and we're gonna get it popping and then he produced okay. the beat and that's how it came
1: legendary that's the man that's that's amazing that's really cool Thanks um okay so i left off with your favorite song so last one if you could only visit one place for the rest of your life where, where would it be one place
0: oh, quick oh,
2: fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> LA.
1: first place that comes to mind i don't know
2: i don't
0: know somewhere hot, hot maybe rest of my life yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man i'm sorry i passed fiji
1: Fiji, okay. you Henny? (laughs) Fiji too?
0: No, I'm
2: Dominican Republic.
1: Ah, okay. Well, it's a good choice. It's all all hot, all island destinations, so that's good. Alrighty, so that uh, concludes the interview, guys. Swiss, Henny, thanks for uh, chopping it up. Really appreciate your time and attention. Guys at home, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys soon. Thanks.
0: Much respect, man. Love. Peace.